56% of Borneo has now been cut down um, due to deforestation and palm oil. So it's, you know, unsustainable palm oil is destroying the place that I kind of fell in love with and that I tracked sort of orangutans for seven months. So I decided to go back in 2017 to Borneo to see this sort of gorgeous place again, um, but also to try and work out what I could do to help because um, this story never kind of left me. And I met up with a uh, NGO called the um, Friends of National Park Foundation, who they buy and protect parts of the rainforest from these corporations who are trying to, to profit from it. And I was, I was talking to them, I was, you know, how can a white Westerner like myself, who knows very little about the cultures of Borneo, how can I help? And he basically all he said was that we need to buy the rainforest before these corporations do. And one way of doing that, I thought, was to start a business. And I've always loved socks. Like socks for me is my passion. So I started a sock company that helps Borneo orangutan and buy the rainforest and then it kind of expanded to four other animals. G'day for Rothers. You know those around us who operate at high energy levels? From friends, family through to the famous. Those who emanate enthusiasm. They inspire you to be better. Their words give you a rush. This rush fires off dopamine right in the middle of your brain's reward centre. My theory is that at times, just before we need to hit our straps, to tap into peak performance in our flow state, we find these people and harness their energy. I call this energy froth. I call these people frothers. This is a journey to find the frothers, to understand how they inspire themselves and others to be their best. And I'll pass it on to you on this podcast, dare I say frothcast, so you can fly into your next challenge, beaming, pumped and full of energy. This is a coffee shop with a Red Bull chaser. This is Finding the Frothers. Frothers, g'day, how you doing? Hope you're frothing wherever you are listening to this in whatever context you're listening to it because we need more froth in our worlds no matter when or where or how you're listening to this. More froth, more buzz, more ripping moments. Uh, today I'm divin back. Divin, not a word, anyway, we'll go with it. I've dove back into the archives and pulled out a radical conversation I recorded with a buddy of mine, Dom Desmond founder of Critically Endangered Socks. Now, Dom's a very special human to me because when I was in my mid-20s, I flew halfway across the world to ye old, you know, the motherland, London town, to study advertising, to get back into advertising, actually. But in, in this time, it was going to be as a creative. So copywriter was my jam, writing the words. And if you don't know anything about advertising, generally, you have a copywriter and an art director. And Dom was an art director. And so if you think about it like, Copy does the words, art directors do the pictures. There's much more to it than that, but that's a pretty funny way to describe it. And essentially, you both come up with concepts. And while Dom and I were at college, School of Communication Arts in London, amazing place to learn and, and grow your froth, we decided that we didn't want to put any more shit out into the world. That was one of Dom's ethoses that I sort of took on as we started collaborating together. And that led to a, a couple of entrepreneurs coming to school the school was really exper experiential, so we always had the top of the top in advertising, marketing, uh, PR, whatever it was, and then also entrepreneurship coming in on a daily basis to talk to us about our ideas. And we were encouraged to pitch ideas. And this, these two uh, entrepreneurs, Bartow and Benny, dropped in from Critical Mass, and they were running a, a positive impact crowdfunding company. So when we finished up at college, we went and started working at Critical Mass as interns. So rather than kind of just writing hitting the, the bottom of the food chain in an advertising agency, we were given the reins to write copy and design and structure and all sorts of amazing things for global charities, like big charities. And it was radical. We got free reign to do whatever we want. Don't tell the queen, but we went and spray painted out the front of a 
her house, aka um, whatever they call it, the uh, Westminster Abbey. No, that's not it. Anyway, whatever the Queen's house is called, um, and yeah, basically about uh, disabled rights, which was heaps cool. That was real fun. Uh, that was literally in like the second week. But then we also went on to uh, raise, I think it was $1.5 million in the end, somewhere around that mark, um, for kids with rare diseases, for the oceans, for endangered bird species, for uh, teaching kids in favelas in Brazil how to use cameras so they could get a different job rather than getting caught up in the drug wars. Like all these random ideas would just come through and, and we got to work on them. So you could be working on five different positive impact projects uh, in one day. And now that I know more about neuroscience and something called helpers high, I understand now why it was easier for me to work 12 to 16 hours on a regular basis and not really give too many fucks. When I had to do that for a tech company a few years later, that was when I guess the burnout occurred. But having said that, uh, burnout still occurs even if you are getting to give stacks of fucks. So me and Dom split ways amicably uh, with high fives and hugs. Uh, we actually ended up kicking off another positive impact project called Good Seats, um, which was pretty rad to, to work on together. But since then, Don... Uh, Don. <laughs> Sorry, Dom. Since then, Dom has started a company called Critically Endangered Socks. Absolutely radical. And that's what we're really jamming on today about how his drive to not put more shit out into the world and to whatever we create to have a positive impact and leave a mark that uh, we could change the world um, really comes through with that company. And uh, yeah, we're really just jamming on being buds and having a really positive conversation that's got nothing to do with COVID. Uh, and it's, yeah, we could use the hashtag Novid if you feel called to. So yeah, I, I really invite you just to, to just sit back, to chill, to enjoy this, to, to merge into the podcast, to melt into it, to find some flow and um, enjoy listening to the geezer Dom Desmond chat about critically endangered socks that was the worst fucking english accent i've ever heard and uh yeah but it's my podcast so i can do whatever i want sorry dom uh, a couple of apologies to a guest who's not listening to me right now in the one intro where have you heard that before cutting edge stuff without further ado here he is the founder of critically endangered socks dom desmond also quick update to the intro uh von bouchard from patagonia not dead turns out um, still alive and ripping and kicking. So um, watch out for that part of the episode. Quite a frothy addition uh, to mourn someone who hasn't actually passed away. Potentially there's something interesting in that. Uh, so yeah, here we go. Dom Desmond. Yoo-hoo! G'day frothers. Welcome to another episode of Finding the Frothers. Benny Wallington here as usual. Today I have an ultimate frother all the way from the UK, Mr. Dom Desmond. Hello, hi Frothers, hey Dan. <laughs> Good intro, Dom. Uh, me and Dom used to work together. Uh, actually, no, we first met at school in uh, London, at the School of Communication Arts. Brilliant school, lots of, uh, got to hang out with lots of brilliant people and mentors. And um, yeah, that's what's kickstarted our, our student careers into the adver- advertising space and then we went on to work at a startup together, creating some Larry content for um, charities around the world, which yeah. is pretty sick. Uh, what's been going on lately, Dom? I want to talk to you about. Um, I guess you went you went back into advertising after we worked at Critical Mass and uh, did some rad stuff for like Cadbury and and whatnot. But what I'd really like to dive into is your stuff as being a social entrepreneur, which I I know you're frothing on at the moment. 
Yeah. So, uh, so yeah, so I started a, a company called Critically Endangered Socks, uh, socks that help endangered animals. Um, so each sock sold helps a different uh, endangered animal and in a different charity. Um, so yeah, I started that in September 2017. Um, so it's been um, kind of uh, just just over a year uh, today. Um, and yeah, man, it's good. It's uh, it's just picking up. Um, the year's been crazy, uh, and you know, so basically, it all started uh, ten years ago when I went to Borneo. Um, so I, I was traveling, trekking through the Borneo rainforest, uh, and um, I don't know whether you know the rainforest. It's like deep and hot and muggy. And um, I was with my guide, and we're, we're sort of walking through, tracking the Borneo orangutan that are now endangered. Um, and we kind of we trekked out of the jungle into like an open space. Um, it's like a two mile space and it's, I don't know whether you've been to the jungle before, but when you go through it um, and you know, the, the trees sort of part and the sun hits your face, um, it's kind of an amazing feeling. But, um, but it's, quite, it's quite uncommon, especially back then to have like a massive uh, open space in the jungle. And, um, and so I was asking my guide about it and he was talking about this new innovative crop called palm oil. Um, and how it's going to regenerate um, the the economy in Borneo, um, which I kind of believed at the time um, and was sort of excited with him about it. So we went back into the jungle and tracked the orangutan for about seven months and kind of forgot about palm oil. Um, and then I, I, I left um, Borneo, I came back to London, became an art director, as you said. Um, and then, um, but then, you know, I was, I was, I was reading articles and I, I, you know, I couldn't quite get this, um, this palm oil and also Borneo out of my head uh, and the orangutans. Um, uh, so I was, I was sort of reading about it and actually it turns out that, that palm oil isn't as good as uh, the, the um, uh, you know, the, the, the guys were saying in Borneo. Um, and actually, you know, 56% of Borneo has now been cut down um, due to deforestation and palm oil. Um, so it's, you know, unsustainable palm oil is destroying the place that I kind of fell in love with and that I tracked sort of orangutans for seven months. Um, so I decided to go back in 2017 to Borneo um, to see this sort of gorgeous place again, um, but also to try and work out what I could do to help because um, this story never kind of left me. Um, and I met up with a uh, NGO called the um, Friends of National Park Foundation who kind of protect, they buy and protect parts of the rainforest from these corporations who are trying to buy it um to profit from it um and i was i was talking to him i was you know how can a white westerner like myself who knows very little about the cultures of borneo um, and malaysia um how can i help and he basically all he said is that we need to buy the rainforest before these corporations do so um so i thought how how can i how can i provide the money that he needs um and one way of doing that, I thought, was to start a business. And I've always loved socks. Like socks for me is my passion. Um, I, you know, I always wear sort of funky socks. And so I put the sort of two together. So I started a sock company that helps um, Borneo orangutan and buy the rainforest. And then it kind of expanded to four other animals. So yeah, that's that's. I'm not sure that was the question, but that was that's my long answer to it. <laughs> Mate, it's got what's got you frothing. I think. Um, you uh, touched on the fact that you managed to combine what you love um, with the purpose yeah. of what you uh, what you um, 
yeah, what your purpose is. And I think uh, Jason Silva is kind of like a modern day philosopher. He says to people, if they're um, if they're stuck for what they what their purpose is or what they should be doing, he, he gets people to write down a list of what they're curious about, um, and then that yeah. tends. To, and if you can if you can cross up like the skills that you've got in say business with your passion yeah. for the rainforest and the fact that you just fucking love socks, Dom. Um, actually, I remember all the socks that you used to have um, cutting around. I don't think I ever saw you without socks, actually. Um, but yeah, you've managed to nail managed to nail that. Um, and, and like, yeah, increase the froth levels of, um, both yourself and hopefully the orangutans. Yeah, hopefully. Yeah. It's awesome, mate. Um, so, but I know, mate, we, we used to have different, um, different day-to-day routines in terms of you'd be, yeah. you were a bit more of a night, night owl and I was a bit more of the early dude. I've turned into a bit more of a night owl now, actually. Um, have I've you turned into a bit of an early dude. <laughs> 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 I think we have, mate. Well, tell us about your um routine. What what in your day to day routine has you uh vibing and at your best? Um, so I I, I recently signed up for a um Ironman, which was stupid. Um, so I'm doing an Ironman in Wales uh, in next year, 2019. Um, <clears throat> so for me, I try and I try and do exercise in the morning. But the one the one thing I need to do every morning is have two bananas. So that's, that's like, that's my, um, I feel like if I don't have two bananas in the morning, like I can't function. Um, so that's, that's my main thing, I think. Um, but yeah, I try and, so I cycle into work. Um, I try and do exercise in the morning. If I don't cycle, I run. It's about an eight, eight miles in. So, um, um, yeah, cause it, I, I just hate the tube. I don't know if you know London, I'm sure Australia's the same, but the tube in London is, is just horrible. Um, and people, people are just so aggressive on the tube, and they just sit there and they're like tense and um, yeah. annoyed at oh. each other. So it's it's horrible. It's yeah. horrible. Like, you know, it's, it's the worst in it's the worst in humankind, um, all in one place. But uh, so yeah, I try and exercise. I don't go on the tube. I try and cycle in, um, and I just need my two bananas. So that's kind of my morning routine. Um, Bit of a orangutan there, mate. Yeah, I, do you know what I? I <laughs> I am. I'm just a monkey. Like I, I wish I was an orangutan. Like that's that's just that's just it. That's that's the sort of the old end all. But um, yeah, yeah, that's sweet, man. Do you know that song by Slaves, "Cheer Up London"? No. Oh, I wrote it. I wrote it. Um, yeah, I actually created a video about it. Like miserable people walking through the fucking city and just like cheer up, London. It's not that bad. It's like that's the song. It's pretty aggressive. Yeah. It's really metal. not though. London's sick. Like, it's, yeah. London's a wicked place, you know. It's it's. I've been here for ten years, and um, it's a it's a wicked place to live. But people are just so fucking miserable. Like, cheer up. Exactly. That's exactly right. That's the sentiment. Like, yeah, it's fucking. It's such a pumping city and heaps of fun. Lots of froth. But yeah, there's if you, if you look at those people, just grin at them and try and w- f- freak them out, and then maybe if enough people yeah. smile at them, they'll start smiling. But um, yeah. mate. Um, so you've been growing your network uh, since I've I've been gone about I don't know, two and a bit years now. Um, I'd love to know uh, about your inner circle. Who is someone that you would class as? We call them an anchor frother, but someone that you can go to for advice at any time. Um, it's a really difficult question because I find um, I've I've sort of I've had people like that throughout my life, um, but I, I feel like. I need a lot of um, I need a lot of boosting, 
um, because I think everyone does, especially if you're um, if you're starting a business or something. Like, you know, you'll you'll know like there's so many difficult points in it that um, that I just I just need a lot of. Um, I'm I'm a very positive person, but I need a lot of like positivity around me. So I'm gonna be annoying and actually not say one person, um, but but say a few people. You know, like so, so there's a there's a my mate from work who's actually helping me with all the PR. She's called Bethan, and she's like an insanely positive person. Um, and you know, at work whenever I'm there, like she, you know. You know, I, I talk about PR. I'm, I, I don't know much about PR, but I'm kind of learning about it. I'm, my main trade is advertising, sort of creative. But um, yeah, so whenever I talked about uh, about PR, so, you know, she's so positive and excited about it that um, she pushed me on. Like my my housemates, I I come back most days, and um, I need to sort of make fifty or so boxes, and they every time they kind of help me, and we set it out, and like they're all really excited by it and you know what I mean so that they're, they're sort of my frothers at home like then when I go back home like my sister she's a um she's a illustrator um she makes children's books um and she does she does children's book for like um elephants and um about elephants and pandas and stuff like that and they're amazing um so we kind of really bond on that and she sort of pushes on that kind of animal side of me and um my dad's sort of really entrepreneurial so he kind of pushes so I don't I don't have like one person that, that boosts me but it's I feel like to get a 20 24 7 boost um you need you just need like lots of different people yeah like, man totally yeah yeah it's yeah it's important to have a good good um good amount of anchor frothers yeah and as you say man there's different ones for different things like some people you don't want to tell you like you know your love affairs too and all that kind of shit whatever's going on but other people are you go to's for business or um yeah it's it, yeah it, it can be you, you, if you don't have a group then you should try and find one bring more people into your inner circle yeah i think that's right um and i'm trying to build that like i'm i'm on a um an app called shaper which is about sort of finding um business people to to kind of and not, not just sort of entrepreneurial people to kind of chat to. Um, uh, and I tried to start up this other group with loads of entrepreneurial people that I knew. Um, but yeah, I think I think it is important to have a, an inner circle. But um, yeah, I try and push that as wide as possible and sort of see where it goes. <laughs> Mate, that's awesome. Let's just like, that's such a sick segue. So people who are out um, just on the outside of your inner circle, uh, you just mentioned Shaper. I'm going to have to check that out. It sounds rad. Um, yeah, what a, what a who's someone who's just outside your inner circle who you'd love to connect with? Um, it's a good question. I don't know whether this guy's just outside, but he's um, um, Blake from the founder of Tom Shoes. Um, oh, yeah. He's he's the guy who kind of founded, um, uh, what in my opinion, founded kind of um, products with a purpose. Um, you know, he's he's the sort of, he's he's the he's the first guy and i think you know he's he's got such an insane story um i've tried to connect with him on linkedin and i've written loads of like social stuff but i haven't got anything back yet but you know he's um he's such a cool guy and, and the concept of sort of giving a shoe uh, or sort of buying a shoe give a shoe um um you know that's sort of expanded his portfolio now but you know it's it's insane um so I think I think he he probably would be my guy. 
Um, yeah. I have tried. I've have tried to reach out to him, but nothing yet. Mate, you'll get there. You'll get there. That's what this this is about. Like trying to figure out. If he's listening to this, then uh, then then <laughs> give me an email. What do you mean, Dom? If he's listening to this, he is definitely when, listening when, to this. He's he's an all time frother. Um, <laughs> we'll get hold of him for you. So, what tactics could you talk about? Um, because you have, mate, you, you just told me you've got a feature coming up, or this will actually be released. It'll already be out, but um, yeah, the feature that's going to be in the Huffington Post. So, like, what are what are your tactics for uh, to give like some a gem to other people for for sharing your message or connecting with other frothers? Yeah, so um, so I use so PR. So I've 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 found PR a little bit tricky, and I think all founding companies you know we're 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 only a year old um i think all founding companies find pr really tricky um but f- for pr i found do you know a com- uh, a website called response source no it's awesome honestly it will change your life so basically response source um uh journalists um looking for a story pitch out the story on response source um and all you do is receive that pitch and you reply to the email if it's um, if it's sort of tangible to your project, product, right? So um, uh, a, a journalist from Huffington Post is looking for um, gift guides um, for Christmas or for Easter or for Halloween, whatever, um, and, and post it out. I received that email that she's looking for gift guides. I email her back saying that, um, you know, to, to pitching my product and my business um, and, you know, um, sending us some sort of high quality images. Um, and then she receives that and goes, cool, your business is ace. Um, be part of our gift guide. And then, you know, can you send samples or whatever? Um, but response sources, like, it's changed my life. It's insane. Um, cool. Is it, do you, is it a pay for platform? Yeah. So you pay, um, you pay, I think it's a hundred quid a month or something. You, you have to look into it, but um, I get it through work. Um, I've managed to wrangle it through work, which is good. But um uh yeah but you get everything from sort of bloggers to um you know massive um broadsheets to you know websites and stuff like that it's it's basically everything um and it's it's honestly changed it's changed everything for me um other other than that like it's it's just all about understanding your niche like my niche is fashion and um the environment right so and animals so you know, I go to National Geographic, I go to magazines um, that kind of fit my niche and I find articles and journalists that are writing about that kind of feature and I, I connect with them on LinkedIn or, or Twitter and I just send them an email. Um, um, a good tip there, a good tip there is to find an, find an article that they've written that you've connected with and then actually comment on the actual article uh, i don't know if they get that notification but then when you actually reach out to them comment on that specific article and usually use some kind of emotion like what it made you feel not just that was a sick article like well um, done you know, bro. yeah well done bro can you write about my story kind of thing like yeah get get right into it um mate that's awesome yeah yeah that's a good idea that's a good idea i'll try that but yeah, response source, it's just such an easy way of doing it because you receive the email and you just reply to it. And um, and yeah, it's, it's ace. I might have to just tell them that my, the podcast is coming out and um, we're talking about response source. So can they give me a free subscription because I need to find some frothers and maybe they'll sponsor it. <laughs> yeah. 
Sounds like a good plan. Um, mate. If you get that, can I, can I get the free subscription as well? Yeah. Doesn't your work pay for it though? Yeah, yeah, you're right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> anyway, yeah, I'll, I'll hook you up, man. Me and Response Source, we're like this now. Maybe we can, maybe we can give, give, um, give something away to a, a, a listener. Yeah, that'd be awesome, actually. That's a really good idea. I feel like, yeah. like I should just be partnering with companies that allow you to connect with frothers. That just makes yeah. so much sense. Cheers, man. That's a good one. Um, dude, music. Hit me with it. What is your ultimate frothing track to get you uh, pumped up? It, um, I love music, man. It's 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 my life. Um, I think, <laughs> I think. Um, do you ever do you ever watch Planet Earth? Yeah. Um, obviously, yeah. I mean, I expected you to, but um, so there's a, there's a soundtrack from the, the new Planet Earth, Planet Earth 2, that's like fucking amazing. It's like this this classical, it sort of builds up and it's like this classical piece that kind of, by the end of it, you're kind of, you're you're so buzzed and you're so frothing. Um, and it's called um, Singing Injury by Jacob Shear. Um, and it's, it's, it's insane, you have, like, you have to listen to it. But also, um, it just, I just love the Planet Earth series and it kind of conjures up all those emotions and stuff. But um, I, think, I think for me to froth, I feel like it has to be like a, an epic piece, like, mm-hmm. um, um, you know, like a sort of from Gladiator or something. But yeah, I feel like that one, that one from Planet Earth is Singing Injury by Jacob Shear is, is like, that's the one that kind of always gets me going. Yeah, I'm all, all about that, mate. Like my Spotify go-to, I just listen to Spotify flat out, sometimes YouTube, but um, <clears throat> is like a, it's a playlist and it's all just motion um, motion picture movies and it just rolls on and it's just so sick for creative thought. Like I know it's like creating sound worlds when you're trying to be, when you're trying to like nut out a solution to a problem and, you, and it just makes things vivid. Um, yeah. yeah, man, banger. I'm going to have to chuck that in. It does screw with my algorithm a little bit. So it'll be like my Spotify, what you must listen to now. It'll just be like all tunes and all of a sudden it'll just be like the violin start and I'm like, oh, okay. All right. What's going yeah. on here? Yeah. Do you know uh, Joe Hans Zimmer? Yeah. Yeah, he's the man. I'm going to go. I'm seeing him in um, Barcelona. I bought tickets the other day to go and see him in Barcelona in uh, April. And he is, I saw him, I saw him last year or a couple of years ago, maybe two years ago in Amsterdam. And like, he is, he's, he's like, for me, the epitomal froth music. Like it's every single, do you know, like, um, like jing, 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 from True Love, that like soundtrack. It's just, mm-hmm. and he has like the gladiator stuff. He has all the Lion King stuff. Like it's just insane build up music that just gets you going. Dude, he must care about the he must care about the animals then. So like, I think what you need to do is try and get Hans Zimmer's um, attention before you go and see him in Barcelona because you're getting on a freaking plane and traveling from one country to another to come see a dude. And probably not the first time that's happened, but um, there's potential that mate he could write you an original score for Critically Endangered Socks. Mate, that's a sick idea. I'm gonna do that. I've, I've, I'm just writing that down. Get hands in his attention. Yeah, <laughs> easy, mate. <laughs> Too easy. Why are you doing that? It's sick. I'm, yeah, I'm definitely gonna do that. Well, Sam, we're talking about that. Like, who would be? I know you said um the dude from Tom's shoes. Sorry, I forgot his name. You always think his name's Tom. It's Blake, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. Blake. 
who would be the ultimate hero frother for you? And can you take me to the first 15 minutes with them? Yeah. Um, I think it has to be someone who sort of um, cares about orangutans like I do and is, is basically conjured their inner orangutan. And that's um, Mary Gaudadas. Um, uh, she's sort of a, a doctor who set up um, an orangutan station in Tanjung Putin called Camp Leaky. Um, so I actually I visited Camp Leaky in 2017, um, and basically she um, she's helped. Basically, uh, the Borneo rainforest is, as I said, in, in dire straits, um, and she's created one of the biggest. She's helped create one of the sort of biggest national parks in Borneo. Um, and she's she's just insane. And her with um, do you know Jane Goodall? There's been a few sort of documentaries and stuff. Oh yeah, Jane Goodall. Jane, Jane, Jane Goodall and Diane Fossey um, with the two of them. She 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 helps set up Camp Leaky um, and been helping to sort of save the orangutans and and the rainforest. Um, so she is she's like the god of orangutans um, saving. So she's insane. Um, I don't know what we what we talk about. I think I think we'd probably start. I think I'd be really nervous. So yeah, yeah. The first ten minutes would be me just chatting shit. Um, but then I think we'd probably share war stories about Camp Leaky. I'm not sure she's been for the last sort of couple of years. So I'd I'd tell her about the rainforest there and sort of how it's doing. I'm sure she knows more than me. Um, and yeah, just um, you know my so my big ambition for endangered stocks is um to start creating national parks and sort of areas um um that can't be uh can't be cut down by these corporations um so i think i'd try and get advice of you know how to do that and you know her sort of personal opinions and just have a good chat you know <laughs> she's just ace um yeah amazing mate oh you've got you've got a little party there of like orangutan frothers I'm sure we can arrange it. Um, yeah, my fr my friend. If my you friend, could, man, that'd be great. Hell yeah, yeah, uh, mate. Is there anyone, um, but either personally or uh, it can be someone you who was in your life or who wasn't in your life who's passed away who you still draw strength from? Um, I think who was in maybe our like this life. I, I didn't I didn't know this chap, but um, do you know? Uh, obviously, you know Patagonia. Yes. Um, the founder of Patagonia, Yvonne um, Schwimmer, um, he passed away in 2015. Um, and basically his, his ideology is, is, is now sort of shaping all businesses. So he, um, he started Patagonia. He wasn't, he, he wasn't sort of a, a necessarily a businessman. He just enjoyed his craft. You know, he started making um, pick at, um sort of, rings that you you climb with um and he realized that the, the rings in um sort of uh europe were just crap you know they're really bad quality so he wants to create really good quality ones and sort of and climb patagonia and climb sort of these amazing mountains um but his 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 sort of philosophy was that he wanted to create a, com a company that um that was to be around for the next 100 years so everything everything he did i feel like everything he, everything he did sort of um was about sustaining this company and it, it was about slow growth 
and about doing it right. Um, and I just love that. And, you know, I, I feel like a lot of companies nowadays just try and grow too quickly, um, you know, try and become too viral. Um, but if, if you're trying to create a company that is actually doing it, you know, having an impact and, and doing something um, important for the world, you know, it needs to have the same philosophy for 100 years. And, you know, if I want to if I want to create huge sort of national parks, um, you know, I'm, it's not going to be done overnight. It needs to be a company that's sort of sustainable and, um, you know, has people working in it that have, you know, the ability to, to um, uh, you know, autonomy to, to sort of, um, you know, have have a month off to, to go and visit the orangutan or, you know, or, you know, who, who truly believe in the message. And I think a lot of people nowadays who are working don't truly believe in the message of the company that they're working for. Um, and Patagonia and, you know, Yvonne um, created a, a, a belief system within Patagonia that has meant that it's now one of the most awesome companies. Um, so I feel like he's he's still, even though he's passed away, he's got a lot to teach the world. Um, you know, especially especially sort of fast consumer retail, like you know the Primarchs of the world. I don't know whether you guys do you have Primark in Australia. No, we've got similar similar kinds of yeah yeah. yeah. Can't, no, there's no conscious consumption with those guys. Like, just fucking it's buy just as like, much yeah, shit that you don't need. It's just throw away goods. You just throw it away. Um, whereas I feel like the world has to change. And and Yvonne was the first like founder of that message. Yeah. When did he pass away? It couldn't have been too long ago, right? Yeah, it was sort of, um, I think it was 2015, so it was okay. sort of a few years ago, yeah, but yeah. So, um, yeah, oh, mate, he's like, I haven't read the book yet, but it's, it's like on the top, it's Let Them Go Surfing, I think it is, Let My People yeah. Go Surfing. Um, there's, I wanna, I'm going to give a shout out uh, because when the reason we asked that question is because you're still inspired by him and he's been gone for many, and people are going to be inspired by that company for many years to come because... That is literally the companies that we need to be building. Like you just said, everyone needs to be taking that into account. There sh that should just be in, there should be a chapter on Patagonia in every um, university degree on business and entrepreneurship, you know, that kind of vibe. Um, and there's a podcast called Moonshots, uh, which is, um, shit, I can't remember the names, but anyway, one of them's Aussie and uh, another bloke's American and they're absolute legends and they dissect, you know, like the Steve Jobses and um, the uh, and the people who have been most successful um, in business, and they really dive into uh, their stories as well as have clips of them talking as well. So they don't actually interview the person; it's them just going through their story and and their, I guess, um, thoughts around it. And they come from an advertising background as well, or at least one of them does. So it's an interesting, um, interesting point of view from those dudes so yeah check that out mate that's how you access um Yvonne's froth even though he's passed away uh through his books and through through people taking the time to really evaluate what made him and Patagonia so successful I love that so yeah do you know the do you know the podcast um Guy Raz how I built this no mate that is that's the best podcast business podcast I've ever um listened to and um Yvonne actually interviewed on that podcast. Um, so, so yeah, check out his interview. It's amazing. But he, um, so Guy Raz, this sort of American dude, interviews 
basically every entrepreneur that you know um, and every business you know he's, he's done sort of um like uber i think he's done like airbnb uh, he's done tom shoes he's you know he's done he's done everyone basically and he, he dissects you know how they started why they started what their message was like what how it how how they built it and um, what they think about it now like whether luck is important stuff like that like it's it's the coolest podcast um yeah check it out awesome mate yeah a little knowledge share in there for sure man i think there needs to be a question in this podcast about po- oh yeah podcast about what podcasts get you frothing uh mate so what is the best way for people to connect with you how do they get hold of the socks hit us with the rundown um so yeah we um uh we can we sell online critically endangered socks.com um the email is hello at critically endangered socks.com um i mean I, I always like connecting on linkedin so my name's dom desmond and just search me on linkedin um and i'll be the founder of critically endangered socks um yeah Dude, let's do an interview on LinkedIn as well. LinkedIn a, is a good channel. It's a great channel, actually. Um, I find it much better than Facebook, but I don't use Facebook properly. Dude, I have to connect you with a frother as part of the rules of finding the frothers. And I had someone in mind, but then as I was talking, I, like I've just been in Queensland and I was hanging out with um, a friend of mine who just happens to be probably one of the best digital market marketers in Australia, if not the world. Uh, in terms of lead generation and um, and while he works for like brands like Ferrari and and things like these and fancy fancy sorts of brands, he's actually super um, into animal conservation. Uh, he's been a vegetarian for a long time, um, and we actually were talking a lot about animals while I was there. And I reckon he would just be an ultimate frother. His name's Tom Hiscox. Um, absolute legend of a dude i know you're due for a trip out to australia anyway um yeah. coming up so mate i'm gonna i'm gonna link you in with him um uh, and he's his girlfriend too um she's one of the best facebook marketers as well so they're a bit of a powerhouse couple in that respect um so yeah tamara's her name so yeah mate i'm gonna i'm gonna link you up with those frothers because um yeah we've obviously we've got that connection of um giving fucks about both humans and and the animal population so um yeah radical and yeah thanks for coming on finding the frothers bro yeah love it cheers buddy it's been great no worries well i'll speak to you soon see you later man. quick one guys to keep this show afloat feel free to subscribe and share the love maybe even leave a cheeky comment review That'd be awesome you can find the show notes on my website at bennywallington.com and finally This episode was sponsored by my grandma, Joyce Reichel, who passed away last year from dementia. She was one of the original frothers and would talk to anyone on the bus, train or wherever and generously impart her energy and wisdom. So if you see an elderly person who is looking for someone to froth with, go and hang out with them. They've got the best stories. Also a huge shout out to our producer, Lily Haynes, for bringing this to life and Billy Otto, who created that beautiful introduction in true Billy Otto style. Also, my buddies in Australia and the UK who have been super generous in swimming me feedback. In a way, all of you guys are sponsoring me with your time. Love to the guests, past and future, and also to you guys for listening. Ciao for now. You!